Hey, hey, hey. Welcome or welcome back to Unseen Culture Classics. I'm Sean. I'm Brad. If you enjoy Black cinema or movies about Black culture, this is the podcast for you. Follow us on this journey as we discover the unseen. You can find us on all major streaming platforms, as well as Instagram and TikTok. All right, let's get into the episode. What's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode, Unseen Culture Classics. We're back. Uh, This is a special episode. We have our first guest. So, um... We're going we're going to introduce our guests and then we'll get into the movie. So y'all, this is my bestest friend. Um we've been friends since second grade. I'm very happy she's here for our first guest. She is it is a long time. She is one of our biggest supporters. Um so yeah, uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. What you want to tell the people? Hi, I'm Sequoia and I'm just happy to be here. That's Sequoia, y'all. All right, so I'm going to ask you some questions before we get into the podcast. So, first, do you consider yourself a black movie aficionado? Um, yes, I do. Even though I have not seen a lot of the movies that y'all are talking about. Did you go back and watch any? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite black movie? Probably Friday. Like just the first one. So I think um, we don't have the original Friday on our list, but we got the, the sequels because Bradley hasn't seen any of them. You haven't seen any of the sequels. Come on, Bradley. <laughs> so in my in my defense, the first one's like the only good one, right? They're all funny. No, the they second all, one. No, they all bring something to it. They're all pretty funny. Um, but we talked about this. So you're gonna watch it and it's gonna be good. I will say the first one is the best one, but you should see all of them just for the culture. He's gonna do it. Our last question. What's been your favorite podcast episode so far and why? Probably Coming to America. First, because I could not believe that y'all had not seen that movie. Well, okay. All right. And then because you all pointed out parts that I hadn't paid attention to because I saw it so long ago. And like even rewatching it when the sequel came out, it was certain parts that you all picked out because you watched it as adults first that I didn't catch as a child when I was watching it. So do you think, um, well, we, we liked the first one. Do you think we were right in our uh, conversation with the second one? The second one was kind of trash. Definitely trash. All right. So we were good. Good. Our first guest agrees with us. <laughs> it was trash, y'all. Trash, trash, trash. I think it was a generational divide, too, because a lot of the older people thought the second one was good. But a lot of young people thought the second one was trash. Like, it didn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't think it was needed. You know, yeah, if y'all if y'all haven't listen to our Coming to America episode. Check out um, part one and then part two. All right. So you ready to get into this episode? Yep. Okay. So um, I'm going to pull up the synopsis. A high school history teacher from a troubled inner city, Washington, D.C. neighborhood becomes a super powered hero and takes on the gang that has been terrorizing his streets. All right. So Sequoia, what were your first thoughts? All right. So first, let me point out that I missed completely history teacher because my first question was, is he a science teacher? Is that why his name is Meteor Man? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it says he was the history teacher. So let's scratch that question from the list. So I thought that this was going to be like the superhero version of Lean on Me. That was like my first thought. I've never seen Lean on Me. Y'all, she dropped the mic. (laughs) 
literal mic drop. I'm so sorry if that offended anybody. <laughs> oh my god, I'm speechless right now. <laughs> Anywho, I won't hold it against you. Add it to the list. Okay, I was about to say, do we need to add that? Yes, that that is a culture classic. Like lean on me is a must see. Anyway. So my first thought was, what am I about to watch? Because it had 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, what is about to happen? So, yeah, that was my first impression. Okay. I think that's a, a good uh, impression. I, um, obviously, Bradley and I didn't have any, you know, first impressions from the synopsis because we'd already seen the movie. So this was my second time watching it. And I think this was like number six for him. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you missed the history teacher part, but that's okay. Uh, it's, Same way you miss Lean on Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all going to come for me. We're going to add Lean on Me to the list. All right. So, um, yeah, let's get into the movie then, right? So the movie opens with a meteor collision, and then it flips to a montage of, like, uh, all the, the monuments and stuff in Washington, D.C., and for some reason, it says today, but like they didn't have a year when they had the meteor hitting. So I don't like whatever. So we see all the monuments, all the sites of D.C. And then we see Jeff. We don't know his name, who he is yet or his name, but we see a, a guy and his dog is waking him up. Um, he has on music PJs. So this is where I forgot that he was a history teacher and I thought he was a music teacher and I was like, oh, he really loved his profession. Like, he got these... Oh, <laughs> Ignore that snort. I was like, he got these pajamas with um these music notes. So I was like, oh, right, he's a music teacher. Uh, duh, he's not. He just plays music. And then he, like, comes downstairs and he sees a woman and she's talking on the phone with somebody about being high. She's like, yeah, his eyes red and we, we know what that's from. <laughs> but I'm like... Okay, I guess, but she never really says it. And then we see my guy, James Earl Jones, super old, super old, trying on these wigs, um, <laughs> thinking he looks so good. That was the first thing I had. I was like, OMG, James Earl Jones in these wigs. I, was, I wasn't expecting it. Like, and he kept changing them. So like the little, the Donald Trump swoop, like, <laughs> just, it was too much. I was just like, what is going on? And then every scene, he had a different wig on in the movie. Like, I busted out laughing every time he came on the screen. Yeah, my man was like, um, I don't even know how old he was in this movie, but he was old and he was out here like, he the youngest thing in, in these streets. And I guess we'll talk about it a little bit, but we never really see how bald he is. <laughs> yeah, so they're talking and Jeff is like, oh, I'll trade you such and such albums for these. And my guy's like, I'm never parting with any of my albums. I'd rather cut my hand off or something like that. So Jeff is going about his business. We find out uh, that he's like a part of a jazz trio. And he uh, works with Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin is a science teacher. And so Eddie's like, oh, yeah, you know, I got these girls. They're going to come to the show. This this girl's coming to the first show. She's bringing her friend. This girl's coming to the second show. And, you know, the first show sold out. The second show almost there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll tell you about that show in a little bit. But anyway, so they're, they're having their conversation. And then Jeff detours. They're like, all right, we're splitting up. Jeff goes to the office. And there's a student um, in there who, I guess, Jeff kind of told his parents he was doing something. And my guy, the little boy, points to Jeff with, like, this evil looking his eye basically like it's on like the next time I see you is on site I'm like bro you can't be like seven looking at a teacher like this crazy 
So I will say I was confused because didn't it say he was a high school history teacher? It did. And the whole thing is in like an elementary school. Like these kids are super small. So it kind of threw me off. Yeah, I will say I can't remember the first time I watched what I thought. But looking back at this, I was like, damn, these kids are small. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, after he interacts with the first little boy, uh, he goes into the principal's office and the principal's like, Jeff or no, Mr. Reed, you've done it this time. And he's like, what I do? And then they show this little boy <laughs> sitting in a chair, super beat up. Uh, I think he got a cast on his arm and his leg. Um, and they're like, uh, you uh, are teaching these kids. You Well, hold on. Let me back up a little bit. The first little boy drops a comic book when he's leaving and Jeff picks it up. And the comic book is titled The Fearless Crusader. And it says uh, time is running out. So I was like, all right, I already know this is a superhero movie. So you think you're about to be the mess crusader? OK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, you think you about to be the mass crusader? <laughs> Bro, what is going on? When did you watch this? Were you sleepy? I was not sleepy. And that was my first thought when I when I saw that. You didn't have any thoughts about seeing the mass crusader? I had no thoughts about seeing the mass crusader. I thought, oh, that's a comic book. <laughs> All right. So, yes, yeah, so now he's in the principal's office. You've done it this time. Okay. And then the little boy, you know, with all his cast and his bruises and stuff. So the parents, Jennifer Lewis is the little boy's mother. I told y'all she everybody's mother, right? Um, we talked about that before. But she, they're like, we teach this boy that he need to stand up to, bully, uh, to bullies and he can't run. And you teaching him to run and hide. A younger girl beat him up. A younger girl did this to him. I died. Hilarious. I died. <laughs> you mean shrimp? Stop coming for me like that. I said I died. <laughs> Not I died. Goodness. But can you imagine, like, your son in second grade, and he, like, a kindergarten girl beat him up? <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the, the principal says in front of the parents, you're, remember, you're just a substitute. You need to teach from the books and not your life philosophy. I was like, Dad, that's kind of shady to, like, to do that in front of the parents and the little kid, um, you know. You're a teacher. You were a teacher. And that's shady, right? That's real shady. But I was cracking up at that part because when he came into the office, the little kid was like smiling and then it goes to the parents and they were like super angry. And I was just like, what is like what happened? But I like so that part of the movie really made me think about like basically how he was teaching the little boy to like not face the um, bullies and stuff and hide. I was like, is this about to be like some theme of him like being a coward in some way? So that's what I picked up from that scene. And you was right. And know what else I thought was funny? Uh, <laughs> when when Jeff walked out, he touched a little boy in his shoulder. <laughs> and the boy was like, ow! <laughs> like, so that didn't hurt. And he looked like, oh, should I go back and say something? And he's like, nah, let me just walk out. <laughs> ah, you did a laugh. <laughs> um, okay. So then uh, we see Jeff walking home with his, um, his parents and uh, James Earl Jones. And we see who? Mike Jones. <laughs> Who do we see? I don't remember. Oh my god, the Golden Lords. Oh, oh yeah, do we see Golden? Oh yeah, he's he's selling crack on the on the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my boy Don Cheadle, Goldilocks, which 
I was very upset because I didn't remember them. I thought I remembered the guy with the actual golden dreadlocks being Goldilocks, but it's Don Cheetah with like the hot top fade. Not a hot top fade, but like he got like a, basically a skin fade. I was like, why is it Don Cheeto? But I like it. Yeah. So when they first, because um, I made a note of that too, I was like, wait, Don Cheeto is Goldilocks? I don't remember that. And then it was crazy because he had a cap on at first. So like you didn't even see that he had gold hair. But yeah, so they see the Golden Lords. By the way, Don Cheeto is one of my favorite actors. He's great. So so yeah, so Don Cheeto got this uh, like little vial of crack and he's trying to sell it. Um, <laughs> why are y'all laughing at me? <laughs> he did. He had a little glass vial of crack. And so Jeff is like, all right, let, let's just cross the street. And the father's like, I ain't cross no street. I'm going to go right up to him. So he, he walked right up to him and like bumped into Goldilocks and the, the vial fell. And my man said, you lucky it didn't break. And know what the father did? He stepped on it and smashed it. <laughs> and uh, he's like, <laughs> he got to look at Goldilocks. And Goldilocks was like, all right, I'm going to see you later. The father said, see me now, punk. <laughs> he's like, I ain't crossing the street. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you cannot be an old man coming at these drug dealers like this. Yeah, he was ready to fight. Okay. It's, it's a little bit later. Jeff trying to start his car because y'all know he got to get to his performance, but the car don't work. So he goes to the community center and uh, his father's up there talking about taking control back from the gangsters. I'm like, all right. So now you are big and bad because you stomped this, this crack on the street. <laughs> so, so now he wants to take the community back. And then he's like, all right, listen to, uh, you know, Miss Walker. We're going we gonna to wear these hats that say community watch. So they, they got these bright uh, orange hats with blue writing that says Community Watch. And sis says, if we wear the caps, they'll know we mean business. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I did not write down what James Earl Jones said in that scene, Mr. Moses. I didn't write it down, but I died when he was like, they're going to see me in this loud hat. I can imagine the headlines now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he, he was like, he's like, old man murdered in bright orange cap. <laughs> James Earl Jones might be like the second best part of this movie. Uh, my my second, my other two favorite people are at the end of the movie, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about them yet. But yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good in this movie. I'm like, damn, I don't remember him having so many lines. I don't know, I don't know. Somebody spent the bag on this because it's it's expensive to hear James Earl Jones talk. This is Darth Vader. Let's move faster. You got to pay for that voice. Yeah, he, he had some lines. So then he's sitting there. Oh, oh. And I, I thought about you, Sequoia, actually, because she said they are had of caps. And then she's like, and we're going to have these whistles. <laughs> and because James, James was like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to have a whistle shoved in my butt. <laughs> now, you got to clarify why you thought about me. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so listen. Y'all, all right. So this is why I thought about Sequoia. So. Too Short got this song, right? And it's called uh, Blow the Whistle. Yeah. And so when it first came out, Sequoia, listen, Sequoia and music and like certain kinds of music just don't don't rock, right? So when the song first came out, she knew the song and I had never heard of it. And I was like, excuse me? Are you singing this? And she's like, oh yeah, at school, uh, they gave us safety whistles. <laughs> so like, we, you can blow them if you need help. <laughs> So do not come, do not come for our self-defense training. I'm not. <laughs> but but when that lady said this what we're gonna use for community watch, I was like, oh, this right up Sequoia Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> not the Ellie James L. Jones was stomped in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that was funny. I had to go back to that. All right. So then Jeff is talking to his parents 
and they like, no, you you need to listen to Miss Walker, blah, blah, blah. He said, I need some money. I need, I just need like $10 for gas. And I was like, not, not in 2022. <laughs> he going two bus stops. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I like, homie, you ain't going nowhere with $10 of gas. That is not, uh, uh, no gas money. So, um, he's like, oh yeah, but, uh, the neighborhood patrol is a bad idea. So then he leaves out Why they leaving the safety meeting. Um, and somebody broke into my man's car. They like bust his window out. He's like, they stole my radio and my bass. <laughs> And then, then he, um, there's like some bottles or whatever stuffed it on the ground. And my man picks it up, goes take it to the recycling bin. Not, he didn't take it to the recycling bin. He took it to the trash. And while he's going to the, the trash can, he's like by the alley. And he hears this woman and she like being attacked. <laughs> so y'all, when you, when you hear this woman screaming, you, you would think, you know, she being attacked by a full size man, um, something going on in this alley. He turns the corner and there's these two little boys. And one of them is a little boy that like told him is on site at school. So they like uh, got the lady purse and they dumping it out and stuff. And they try to tag her. And he's like, uh, hey, uh, Trey or whatever his name was. Dragon Squirrel. Yeah, Dragon Squirrel. That's it. So um, the woman gets up all kind of weird and just runs off. And then we hear. King, king, king. <laughs> All right, all right. You hear some slinky moving back and forth because uh, the leader of the Golden Lords is a weirdo, and he and that's, that's his intimidating move. He just plays with a slinky. All right, you hear the slinky, and then you see Debo from Friday walks by with a tiger, and I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> um, and then we see like the the big um Golden Lords, right? They pop up, and Simon, who's the leader, he's like. This is your initiation because uh, Jeff ran when he saw them. Yeah, he's like, get him. So uh, everybody's chasing them. And while they're chasing them, they're like, lords, lords, lords. <laughs> they, they're chanting. <laughs> that was never so good. Lords, 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 lords. And I don't think it's them chanting. I didn't think they made a theme song for the Golden Lords. <laughs> My rapper's house was like, all right, what's, what's something super intimidating and ominous for them to be chasing me that will also make people laugh hysterically? <laughs> lords, lords. Bruh, next time, next time I, like, just do any, like, just, like, random thing in the house or outside. Like, if I'm next time I'm cutting the grass, I'll just be like, lords, lords. <laughs> you are not going to do that. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You, I mean, you already talked about you got to buy a metal slinky, so we'll see. Um... So so Jeff runs and he hides in the trash can, right? And so <laughs> so they about to go they about to go to the trash and uh Dre was about to open no squirrel. Squirrel was about to open it and my Simon was like, Squirrel, ain't nothing hiding in there. So oh uh, who who said it? Uh they um some other people were gonna look in there and Goldilocks was like, nah, they won't be stupid. Yeah, he won't be dumb enough to look in there. And then uh so they went the other way and then squirrel Looked in there. Yeah, I want to say it. So Squirrel opened it, and they were like, Goldilocks was like, you see something? And he looked my man Jeff right in the face and was like, I see. He was like, nope, nothing. And I was like, dang, you calling this man nothing? Like, first you told him he's on site, now you looking at his face and telling him he nothing. Squirrel like, brother, he really a punk. Like, I thought he was a punk in school. No, he, he a punk punk. He in the trash. He hiding in the garbage. He stink. He's hiding from me. I'm a child. 
Yeah, like a little eight year old uh, menace. But that go back to Sequoia point where she was like, he he a coward. Yeah, I was like, that definitely was a turning point because he looked at him and he just closed the dumpster. He just told up. <laughs> <laughs> Not hold up. He just closed the dumpster back. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, my man Jeff just had this look on his face. Like he was, he was so sad about it. You know what, though? If I'm in that situation, I'm asking the grouch. <laughs> I've been right in that trash. <laughs> I'm burying myself under there too. He he went on the surface. I'm getting I'm I'm, I'm getting under that. I'm getting all in that dirt. I'm getting under the eating the uh, half eaten apples. Bro, you ain't finding me. Well, you better find somewhere to shower before you come home. Ooh. Um, can't come home smell like trash. I'm gonna be alive smelling like trash. <laughs> All right. Yep. I'd rather you be alive. You're right. You're right. All right. So um, they leave and uh, he said nobody, not nothing. He said, nah, nobody. I was like, dang, you are nobody, Jeff. Um, <laughs> so, then, so then he comes out and he sees this media approaching. And at first he's like walking towards it and staring at it. And I'm like, bruh, n- this big glowing thing is coming at you. Why are you approaching it? And then it gets closer. And this is this is kind of one of my critiques. He starts running, but the thing is literally chasing him. I'm like, that's not what meteors do. Like, no, y'all should have figured out a way for him to just stand there being dumb and mesmerized. But this thing is literally chasing him to a dead end, and then it sucks into it gets sucked into his body. I think it should have hit the dumpster like while he was in it. Like, I feel like he should have. They should have closed the thing, and the media should have hit the dumpster, and then he would have like, or when he was climbing out, it should have hit him like randomly. Yeah, I think that would make sense too. But and there's a homeless man in the alley, so we we see the homeless man before we see the the media thing happen, and then uh, the media goes into Jeff's body and he's all burnt up on the ground, and then there's a piece of uh, a meteorite, right? That's a broken off piece. So um, the homeless man picks up the meteorite and goes about his business. Then we see um, Jeff getting wheeled to the hospital. And everybody's like freaking out because he he's like all he was crispy. That part grossed me out. <laughs> it was he was very crispy. It was like the media was absorbing into his body, but his like body was burnt. Like his neck and everything was burnt. It was weird. Yeah. So he like they're in the hospital. Of course, they ran all these tests. They're in the OR, and while they're in the OR, like you see the meteors being absorbed into his skin, and everybody's like all puzzled. And basically, he's a medical mystery, right? It was a point that happened before that that got me. Eddie Griffin. Yes. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was standing there all saying, he was like, I need somebody to talk to about my friend. What time do you get off work? <laughs> yup. <laughs> and she rolled her eyes. Because first she was like, all right, yeah, we can talk. And he's like, yeah, what, what time you get off? And she like rolled her eyes. Bye. She was like, visiting hours are over. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So my man in the hospital, and he's basically a medical mystery, right? The lab people are like, oh, his blood changed. Some other people are looking at, oh, his, extra, his x-rays and stuff are changed. Um, so they like, all of these doctors and stuff are going to his room. And overhead, they have an overhead page. And it says, Dr. So-and-so, you need it immediately to Jefferson Reed's room. I was like, no, that's a HIPAA violation. I was like, that is a violation. You cannot say a patient's name over the intercom, bro. Like, everybody about to get fired. You can't do that. A thing back then? Ooh, when did this come out? I don't even know. I don't even know if HIPAA was a thing. But now it's a thing. And I was like, y'all all getting fired. You can't yell his man name over the intercom. Um, so all these doctors are in his room and he has bandages on because he's all burnt, right? So they're like, oh, t- 
take the bandage off. So the, the black doctor was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so Jeff's like, give me a mirror. Give me a mirror. So he's looking and he's like, uh, this is how I always look. <laughs> so um, they were talking about, um, you know, like when you have a certain burn, um, your tissue under stress can regenerate basically and like heal itself. And so Jeff, while the doctor's talking, it touches uh, this book that another doctor's holding. And he's like, uh, actually, you're wrong. That only works for like first degree burns, not third degree. And so um, you need to look at chapter 14. <laughs> so they're like, well, what happens in chapter 14? And Jeff starts talking and then he's like, uh, wait, what was I saying? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't remember. Something, something happened. So he realizes like, oh, you know, he touched his book and he can retain some information for a little bit. Um, so they all leave his room. And oh, no, no, no. When he tell um, when he says that the doctor's wrong, this old black nurse was like, oh, yeah, that doctor don't know nothing. <laughs> she was probably my favorite character, like because of the next part. OK, OK. So. <laughs> so. All right. So the next part. So my man is looking out the window. Um, also. Whatever year it was, hospital windows opened. Um, that's not a thing anymore either. So um, he has x-ray vision kind of. He can like, he realizes, no, first he can see um, through walls and he can see what's going on like in other patients' rooms. And then he goes to look out the window and he realizes he can see like all the staff, the doctors and stuff without their clothes on. Uh, so he's like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to try something. So Sequoia told you about Layla Rashawn. She was the nurse and her name was Vanessa. So he gets in bed and he's like, I'm going to call for Vanessa. So uh, he hits a call bell and this nurse comes in and he's like, uh, you not Vanessa? <laughs> so the old lady was like, Vanessa, what can she do that I can't? <laughs> Walking around here thinking she cute. I seen better legs on the pool table. <laughs> but I was cracking up when she walked him to the car and she was like, get on in here with your half dead self. <laughs> yes and then I was like bro I wrote down I was like this lady is still talking all through his discharge and then she was like well here's my number you can call me I got, you can come over to my house I got some champagne and a see through 90 I was like ooh like he already saw what's under there lady he don't want you <laughs> um alright so after the hospital scene it flips to the Golden Lords and Simon's like we control the market in DC Baltimore and Philly Baltimore. So we didn't watch this movie at the same time. Um, and I heard him watch it. And he's like, hey, we got mentioned. I was like, all right, I know what part he's on. <laughs> um, and he's like, and we about to take over New York. I'm like, bro, every time you say your plans in a movie, it never works, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, so then I don't know if it's the next day. I think it is. Oh, yeah, it is the next day. So Jeff is asleep and we hear uh, his dog start barking. <laughs> But the dog is talking. No, he got home from the hospital and he was trying to feed the dog. And he's like, oh, do you want um, whatever, beef, chicken, something, something. So you can hear the dog talk. And he's like, direct. No, I can't do the voice. Yeah, that rat can. Yeah. I was like, they made this dog sound like a robot. Like, you could have just gave him a human voice. The dog had one of them little throat things. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. The little voice box. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So, um, yeah, they for some reason, I don't know why this dog talks like a robot. But anyway, so Eddie comes over and he's telling Eddie about the meteor and his powers. And Eddie's like not really believing him. So there's a jet magazine. And Eddie's like, all right, touch this and tell me what's on this page. What's on that page? Who's centerfold? Blah, blah, blah. So they go through all of that. And they're like, I wonder if anybody else has powers. 
So they flip to the homeless man, um, who's Bill Cosby, you know, before all the problems. And he's using his powers to make coffee. So we're like, all right, so the, the media gave him something. Okay. So then we see that Jeff's father gets attacked by the Golden Lords. So they like beat him up or whatever. And then they came back. Um, well, simultaneously, he, he gets beat up. The teachers are having a conference and they're talking about uh, like the kids at school. Jeff starts making a speech about, um, you know, the kids are so great. We got to like be there to help them. And then all of a sudden he's looking through walls and these kids are terrorizing the school. They're like breaking in the lockers. This one kid is, is slashing his teacher's tires and busting the windows. And the teacher already was like the boy threatened him and told him he needed bus fare. So when he's like going on, Jeff was like, uh, I hope you got bus fare. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not about to drive home, sir. That part made me mad because I felt like he had the powers to see them, but he didn't do anything. Like, he just was standing there looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Then, uh, so, the Golden Lords pop back up after the father's release from the hospital. And Goldilocks was like, that was a, a quick uh, visit, basically. <laughs> like, you home already? So, they go to try to um, fight the father again. And Jeff, like, pushes them away. And uh, so he starts fighting them. They try to ram him with a car, but, you know, they can't. And some, somebody in the background was like, is he on steroids? That was his father. That was his dad. He was like, what you on steroids, boy? <laughs> I died. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought that was a funny question. So the next day, well, so the, the Golden Lords, they, they disappear. So the next day, Jeff is walking to work and um, he woke up late. Did he wake up? I don't know why he was, but he was running late. Um, and so he's walking to work because you know his something he, he don't got gas money. They explain why. They did later in the movie. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that at all. All right. So he uh, when he uses his powers, he needs to recharge. Yes. Right. 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 Because uh, he drains it drains him. So he's walking to work, and the Golden Lords like do a drive by. <laughs> they light him up, dude. I. I ain't even gonna try it. Sequoia, you got this your first time on the podcast. So <laughs> like, let's hear your gun sound. It was like Yep, yes, that's it. I don't think I could do anything better than that. Um, those are the best gun sounds of the podcast this whole season. <laughs> uh <laughs> okay, so we're going to go with that. <laughs> but I feel like they had a bunch of different guns and they were just lighting Jeff up. And um, I wish I could, like, give you a visual, but just just look it up. Um, but he was eating the bullets. He was eating the bullets. They made, they made Jeff do the Harlem Shake. They made Jeff do the chicken head and Harlem Shake, basically. Perfect description. Perfect description. Um, so, so, yeah, they light him up and he, like, you know, ooh, falls to the ground. <laughs> so... <laughs> so they like yeah we got him we got him so they drive down the street and they speed off real fast so i you would think they got further than they did but they like a half a block away and one of them turns around and see jeff getting up so they're like uh-uh back up back up so they go back and they, they start shooting at him again jeff is running and then all of a sudden he can fly and he like flies up onto the light pole and they like uh, y'all can't see my face but mouth agape right because they they like real confused um so they're like uh-uh Go, we, we, let's go, let's go. So they end up leaving. So my man is up on his light pole and he's like, how did I get up here? I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> but I'm like, first of all, what you mean how you get up there? You don't know that you just flew through the air? Um, so he on his light pole, he's all scared and panicky and the pole is like dropping 
you know what? I was like, why is this pole not stable? But now when he fell in the street broken half, I'm like, oh, duh, he's heavy. All right. So, <laughs> so while he's on this pole, there's a woman like getting dressed in the, in the house right in front of him. And uh, she's talking to her man. And then all of a sudden she sees him and screams. She's like, ah! So the husband's like, oh, I got something for you. I, I know your type. I know your type. So Jeff's like, no, no. And he like falls to the ground. Um, basically, there's like an earthquake. The street uh, splits in half. And the man comes running, running out and Jeff starts running down the street. He's like, uh, you pervert. You pervert. If you come back, I got something for you. And all he had was a baseball bat. I'm like, all right, sir. Um, so... He goes to, Jeff goes to his parents' house. Oh, that's when his mom had the costume, the yeah. purple shimmery. Yeah. They like, we've been up all night thinking about plans for you and your powers. So his mother, his mother had this, this very shimmery purple silver uniform thing. And she's like, you're going to be the best dressed superhero. And that's when she was like, you're going to look better than uh, Superman, Batman, and uh, what's, what's the other guy? And the phone was like, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> um... So that that part was interesting, right? So they like, he's like, yo, don't tell anybody about the powers, blah, blah, blah. So they had a community meeting and the mother told everybody. So now the whole community is like, all right, you got you got to patrol three times a week wearing your costume. We're going to put a phone in your house that's just for media man calls, like all this stuff. And he doesn't want to do it. He don't want to be media man. So he's like, you know, kind of all mad, walking around sulking. And then he he's like returning home and he sees that his... I think she's his landlord, right? Miss Walker. She got beat up by the gang. <laughs> I mad both of y'all started laughing. <laughs> she got I'm only laughing because uh when they when they wheeled her out, she had like some blood coming from her head. <laughs> but it looked weird. It looked like it was just like spilling from her head. I'm like, that they, they beat her what they do? Beat her up or poke her with a screwdriver? Like what's what's going on? <laughs> It just it didn't seem right. It didn't, it didn't like she got beat up. They said she got beat up by some gangs. Uh, it didn't like she got beat up. It looked like they laid her on the thing, and they're like, "Wait, she looks fine." And they like put like a a stream of like red dye next to her head. And I'm laughing because Mr. Moses tells the news lady, "Like, no, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything." And then he, when a uh, media man comes over, he hugs him, and he was like, "I saw everything." <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let me tell you, when they wheeled her out of the house at first, to me, it looked like, it looked like, <laughs> it's funny, you know, like, um, you punch somebody and like, they, you see their tooth or like spit fly out. That's what it looked like to me. Like they punched her and blood flew out. <laughs> and it was just like on the pillow like that. Because <laughs> her head was like turned to the side. So it looked like they punched her and the blood was there. But yes. My man, James, he straight was telling the reporter, yeah, I lived here for like 12 years. I ain't seen nothing. And, and had a different tune when Medium Man showed up. So they, they were like, My man said, this will never happen again. He had that soldier boy. <laughs> this right here will never happen again. <laughs> Swag. Yeah, so then my man's like, I'm going to be a Medium Man, right? So then they have this whole montage of all these costumes. I don't know how his mother had time to do all this stuff because it, it was like 24 hours. But he tried on like five different costumes and we never see him like, no, I, think, I guess we do see him pick the final one. But anyway, so he's while they're trying on all the costumes, he's doing training. We see that now he got laser eyes and he's like, he's flying, but he's flying real low to the ground because he's afraid of heights. 
just reminded me of up, up and away. Uh, so, you know, when the sun took off and they were like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? So my man took off to fly and they were like, where is he? Where is he? And like, oh, he down there on the ground. <laughs> and they like, that's okay. He'll get over his fear heights. <laughs> so he's flying. <laughs> and don't laugh at what I wrote down. But I said he went to a crack processing center. Right? <laughs> because because it's so sophisticated. <laughs> because it's not a crack house, right? Because that's like saying he went to a crack distribution center. <laughs> oh, yes. like, it's a cookhouse. Yeah. Oh. yes, a cookhouse. All right. So he went to a cookhouse. Because I was like, it's not a crack house because they're not doing crack there. <laughs> like they they packaging and stuff. So um Bismarcky. Can you imagine a cracker on the street being like, where's my crack? Sir, sorry, it's in processing. <laughs> yeah. You know, with Brexit and everything, we're having supply chain issues. First of all, I already said don't laugh at what I wrote. <laughs> and y'all just started laughing immediately. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, at, this, <laughs> at the cookhouse, I definitely about to say processing center again. Uh, Biz Marquis is like in charge and they playing too legit to quit. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Uh-uh. <laughs> So, um, my man, Jeff, he, or he's meter man right now. He breaks down the door and this guy like slightly leans over and Jeff pushes him and was like, get off me, crack boy. <laughs> I was like, crack boy. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Hilarious. And then he was like, drug dealer people. <laughs> and then he just, he like blows all the crack <laughs> and everybody starts screaming. Cause well, it's not crack, right? It's not crack. Well, yeah, it's cocaine. So, uh, yeah, and it's, it's like the regular, you know, movies, y'all. They all in this uh, this cookhouse in their little white uh, undergarments, no clothes on. But I, I die at the the crack boy and drug dealer people. I thought that was so hilarious. So then that happens. The next thing, he, there's people like trying to steal a TV. So he's like, oh, what are y'all doing? And the guy has a gun pointed at him and was like, I'm a TV repairman. So he uses little finger powers to flick the TV on. He's like, looks fine to me. Um, and the, the volume is like all the way up and it's real late. So all the neighbors are like, hey, what's going on? Da, 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 da. So everybody comes out and they see them these thieves trying to steal stuff. Uh, so I ain't get that part because my man just backflip flies away after that. But, my, but the robber still got a gun. He could just like be like, all right, go back to what y'all was doing and just keep stealing. You know what I mean? He just left. And my man got a gun. Like, I'm like, what you doing? Y'all robbing us? And he's like, yeah, I'm robbing y'all. And he points his gun at me. I'm like, yeah, you are. You are. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him, I'm going to let him keep going. Remember, I'm Oscar. I'm hopping in that trash. Bruh, but it was like everybody that lived in the apartment coming outside. So like, he going to shoot one person at a time, but they can all just attack him. He was on a fire escape. Like, I don't know. They could have just like pushed the ladder or something. And he would have fell. I don't feel like he was really solving any of these issues. Like even in the cookhouse, he like blew everything everywhere, but they could have just like gathered it all back up and continued doing what he was doing. Yeah, but it's going to be dirty. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, he he don't, I think this is like, he don't know what to do. Like, he just got powers. That's why, yeah, that's why they had him saying dumb stuff like, get out of my way, crack boy. Like, he don't, he don't know, he don't know anything about criminals or crime or anything like that. He just like, all right, they, I got these powers. I got to do something. So he's like, let me just disrupt this, this uh, crack supply chain. The other thing is, I love how his mom was like, he needed a costume so nobody would know who he was, but he didn't have a mask. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that is so true. He did not have a mask. Like, it was real weird. Like, everybody could see his face. It's like Superman. 
I think I think maybe uh, that's supposed to be one of the jokes. I mean, they do find them very quickly. <laughs> so I think, I think that was on purpose. Um. So after that, then he like intervenes. Uh, there's a shootout with the cops and these two uh, gangs. And he falls down through the sky. And he's like, everyone lower your weapons. And they're like, nah, this is a setup. This is a setup. Both sides are like, nope. So they both shooting. And he's like, hmm. He's just standing there eating the bullets. Like, y'all ain't doing nothing. They ting, 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 ting. Up. And then, so uh, then they were like, oh, put put your guns down. Lower your guns. So the gang's like, no, nah, it's a trap. It's a trap. And the police is like stepping up. And his uh, his guys don't want him to do it either. But they finally put their guns down and they like called a truce or whatever. So woohoo, he's doing something big. So then um we see later there's a, a interview happening on TV <laughs> and they're like, Oh yeah, the media man has shut down sixteen crack houses and all of this and this. Um and we have him here in studio. <laughs> so my man, John Witherspoon <laughs> pops, yes. Pops is uh, claiming to be Meteor Man with his um, little sheet cape on his back. Mask Man. He was Mask Man. Oh, yeah. They they didn't say Meteor. Yeah, they did say Mask. You're right. You're right. Uh, he had his little, um, what do you call it? His little sheet on his back. And they were like, we heard you could fly. He's like, I just move so fast. <laughs> the people <laughs> the people can't see me. <laughs> but I was like, this is this is Pops energy. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty funny. Um, and then we see it flip to... Mr. Byers, a.k.a. like the drug kingpin and all of his, um, what do you call the people? Underbosses, captains. Yeah. Underbosses. Okay. So he got a whole table of underbosses. Yeah. And Skinny Luther <laughs> is one of them. <laughs> Luther Vandross is uh, one of these uh, underbosses. Well, I guess. I don't know. He's at the table. But anyway, Simon's there. And my man, Mr. Byers, is pissed because he got a billion dollar drug shipment that's gone. Thanks to Media Man. And so he's like, Simon, what do, what do you know about this? And Simon's like, I don't know anything. He's like, you don't know anything? This started in your area. So he's like all pissed at Simon because, um, no, Simon not doing what he need to do. Media Man messed stuff up. So for some reason, they were talking about, like, you know, all the stuff for the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. So he decides to make a community garden. Um, and Braylon said that he poisoned them with his green meteor hands. <laughs> There's no way nobody's getting no, uh, what did I say? Yeah, radiation. <laughs> my man getting radiation poisoning. My man, my man uh, stuck his little filthy, dirty hands in the soil and was, had a little grin on his face as everything was turning green. That can't be good. And then he, my man said, <laughs> blew, blew up into the sky with some ugly, like, blue, um, uh, viscous air thing. I don't know what it was. And he made it rain. That gotta be acid rain. It gotta be. And then he was just, my man, my bro, when it was raining on him and he wiped his eye, it was hitting him. He was like, uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's a little too much, a little too much rain. I guess, the, I guess the text put a little too much rain on him. Um, yeah, so while he was gardening, they had like the little, uh, in the background, it was like all of the, the interviews, people giving their opinions of Meteor Man. And the woman was like, I, I don't know if he's real or not, but he shut down the crack house and brought my son home. It's like, so is your son a crackhead or he was working at the crack house? Like, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had a question about that. I didn't but, think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, man. So then, um, so next day we see this huge garden with all these overgrown vegetables and stuff. And the news reporter was like, 
a community garden right here in the ghetto. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he like in the middle of some liquor stores or something. <laughs> My man Bill Cosby is picking up the big plastic tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> was he? I missed that. I think they took a, I think they took a picture of him. They was like passing the big fruit down the line. He was like, it could feed thousands of people. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing that thousands line. Yeah, and the Bloods and the Crips was there too. Yeah, but they they had made up, so they were yeah. they were cool. Oh, so then all right, so then he's at work and he's trying to uh talk to the teacher because he kind of likes her. But while he's about to talk, the girl's boyfriend walks in in the Sinbad, and uh he's like so Afrocentric. And um he's like, to Jeff. This is my first black girlfriend. <laughs> I took this African something class and I'm trying to be trying to be more black. He's like, I'm, I'm trying to learn what to do. Um, so then the golden lord show up at his job and is like the baby lords and the junior lords. And uh, Eddie comes in. I guess Eddie saw them sneaking in the back and he walks in. He's like, oh, the principal's ready to speak with you. And they like, um, we know you're a media man. And Eddie's like, nah, media man just did something like two minutes ago. So I don't know what he checks or who gives how they get confirmation, but they're like, oh, we we were mistaken or something like that. And they just leave him alone. Um, and Jeff's like, we got to get out of here. And Eddie's like, yeah, but how about we wait until they leave the parking lot? <laughs> like, bro, what? So um, Jeff is back home and he's like, he's so tired, you know, again, because he's been doing all this stuff and is depleting his energy. So he goes home, he's passed out. And then um, Jeff, like the next day he wakes up and the dog is like trying to tell him that his costume's gone. Cause basically while he was sleeping, somebody broke in his house and stole his costume. So then he hears the radio and it's like, Oh, meteor man's down at the mall, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to the mall. Eddie is pretending to be media man. He broke into his house and stole the, um, the costume. And now he's flying. He's not flying. He's all around the mall trying to be media man. Cause he wants a date with this news anchor. And so but Eddie's wearing a mask. Yeah, Eddie is wearing a mask. He is. Uh, some little makeshift green thing. So um, Jeff pulls up and he's like trying to fly. Well, Jeff pulls up. The Golden Lords also pull up because they like hear this too. And they're like, we need to get him, right? So they all in the mall. Um, Jeff is trying to help Eddie. So he's like. He would walk up. He'd be like. And then he'd be like. Bing. <laughs> and he'd be like, do it again. And he'd be like. Bing. But like nothing would happen. It was like buzz like slightly. And then I, 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 yeah, I guess he tried to laser them out, but it didn't, it didn't make sense. I thought he was unloading the guns at first, like some kind of way, but then they started shooting. I was like, oh. Yeah, because I, I, I thought he was like maybe putting a safety on or something. Well, it didn't work. And basically, um, my man had to resort to something different when uh, he saw the boyfriend come up again. The boyfriend was like, hey, man, how you doing? Never been to an inner city mall. There's no rats or what do you say? Yeah, it's clean. There's no trash or anything. Um, and he said something about butt. And I don't remember. Do you remember what he said, Sean? I don't. But Jeff was like, butts, but, butts. And then, <laughs> and then he looked over at the Golden Lords and that, that same nurse, the, the older nurse from the beginning was there. And he zapped her butt. And she turned around and popped Simon in the face. <laughs> and so uh, Jeff is trying to, um, he's basically, he's flying Eddie out from the mall. Wait, you miss Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker was like, uh, he's like the announcer. When Eddie's flying away, he's like, everybody, media man. And his little Chris Tucker voice. <laughs> so, so we were watching it. Like I said, we watched it separately. So he's like, you know Chris Tucker in this movie? And I was like, no. <laughs> so he's like, all right, come down here. So I go down in the basement. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is Chris Tucker. And then when I hear the thing, I was like, yep, that's his voice too. 
and the Golden Lords are watching. And then my man Simon looks down and he sees Jeff using his powers to do it. And he's like, oh, I got you. And then we see Luther looking and Luther's like, oh, I got you. Like, we know who this man is. So Jeff flies him out the mall and they have this whole fight. He's like, give me my costume. And Eddie's like, I'm sorry. I just wanted a, a date with the news anchor. And so I, I was like, I don't understand this because these people were just walking in and out the mall like they don't see him getting flipped in the air and getting his clothes stripped off. Like they just walking by like nothing happened. They laughed at him when he was naked, though. Yeah, because he was just left. And the meteor man, he did a little two step thing and then ran. <laughs> I mean, not ran. He flew away um, with his costume in his hand. So then we get to uh, the um, his father is like taking him into the community center. He's like, this is getting out of hand. Look what's going on. Uh, and so he opens the door and is like, surprise. And so the community is like giving a meteor man a party. And then outside the party, the Lord's kind of set up a trap and they like attack his mother. Lord, Lord, Lord. They attack meteor man's mother. So he goes outside and they're like, we're here to give a message. And they start shooting. And he's like uh, flying all over the place, his limbs catching all these bullets and stuff, right? So they like, the message is you can't be everywhere and save everybody. <laughs> and then they get in the car, walk away, and like drive away. So he opens his hands, and then there's all these bloody bullets, you know, because the powers are weak now. I just thought that scene was funny because um, Simon's like, you can't save everybody, but he like literally just did. <laughs> so I can imagine, like, all right, I get it. Like, he kind of like could have killed his mom, but like he literally just like saved like 30 people. <laughs> After they were like, they were like letting everything off. They boop, 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 grr, grr, grr. like every everything. They had everything. My turn to try. Ah, you're at <laughs> And wait, which is all right? There we go. <laughs> that was a little Jamaican. That was a little Rasta. That was uh, you know, that was kind of like uh, man's man's not hot. Put it up, boom, boom. Put it in the in the and it goes scoot, scoot, scoot. <laughs> you don't know that? Bro, we got to listen to that later. So then, um, so then we see the next day, Walker, Miss Walker, she out the hospital after being beaten. She's beating on the door. Jeff! 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 And Mr. Byer shows up. He's like, oh, great. We knew he lived here. We just didn't know which apartment. And so um, the dog is like, Jeff, wake up. Jeff, Jeff, you got to wake up. And Jeff's not waking up because he is dead to the world because he just took all these bullets in his hand, right? So so the dog, I don't know how, but the dog drags him out the bed, puts him behind the couch, and puts all these dirty clothes on top of him <laughs> and hides with him. Um, <laughs> so they like uh, the um, Mr. Byers and Luther Vandross pop. First of all, Miss, uh, Miss Walker went running down the steps. And my man Luther standing on the steps with his gun with the silencer. And he kind of nods at it like, yeah, lady, just move. Just go, go down the steps. And so Byers and his crew show up. And then the Golden Lord show up at the same time. And Simon's like, nah, just, just let me handle it. We know his identity. Like, we got him. We got him. And his, and his power's weak. So that happens. And then eventually Jeff wakes up. But there's like another community meeting happening. And now they're blaming the gang problems on him. They're like... Uh, we didn't have all these issues before Media Man. Things are out of control. We just need Media Man to go away. And I'm like, y'all wanted him to be Media Man. He didn't ask for this. James Earl Jones like, let's take a vote. <laughs> and he's in the back. Y'all don't got vote. I'm just going to leave. The Lords were, the Golden Lords were watching him like pick up or whatever. And they decide they're going to set a trap. So... <laughs> 
Why are you laughing? They did set a trap. So they, yeah, so they decided they going to set a trap. So then Simon called my man out after they, they had the trucks on the place. He's like, you going to do it? Okay. Media man. <laughs> Best part. Yes. So he goes to, um, to look out the window and Andrew's like, you can't go out there. He's like, I got to go. I can't stay here. So he, he walks out and they start beating him up. <laughs> so he's fighting. Bruh, my, my man, uh, Simon put his hand out. He was like, uh, you, you got us, media man. We go, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to leave. He put his hand out. My man put his hand out. <laughs> Simon said, boom, hit butt. Boom, right in the face. And just started piecing him up. Think, 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 think. Yeah. So they, uh, <laughs> they beat him up. And then we see uh, Bill Cosby's like underground. And he's watching what happens. So he like, he sees and then he rallies all his dogs. He's like, oh, oh, And so all the dogs are um, like rallying and they follow him out the house, right? So he's, he's getting beat up. The neighbors are like listening and watching, but they're not really doing anything. My favorite part. <laughs> this was my favorite part right here. <laughs> so then we see James Earl Jones, right? Mr. Moses. My man is, is sitting there crying in his window and he pulls his wig <laughs> Yo, that was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> and now we see how bald he really is. So I don't know why this stuck so close to me, but I can hear the sound that the wig makes in my head. <laughs> it thinks, why, why was it so audible? It, it was like Velcro. And like, I was like, dang, I remember this sound from like the first time I saw this when I was like six or whatever. <laughs> that thing said, I can't even do it. I can't even replicate it. That was crazy, man. I was like, oh, wow. This man hit. It must be like, it must be like a Brillo pad. Um, so then, so he's crying. And then all of a sudden we see a vinyl fly into the street. And then we look up and we see James and he's in the window with some more albums. He's like, yeah, yeah. Cause he, he part of the fight now. Right. So, so they, uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what happened after that? So they, <laughs> they, playing, they playing this triumphant music. And 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 Robert Johnson looking up at him, all like black, his one eye closed. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's my guy. That's my guy." Sacrificing his records. Yeah. So he he threw the records to like knock the gun out of Simon's hand, right? So then Simon reaches to pick the gun up, and he's like, "No, Mr. Moses, go back, go back." And then Mr. Moses tried to go back, y'all, and the window fell on his head. <laughs> he got stuck in the window. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can see the visual that Bradley's done right now hilarious he was stuck and he his, he just like flailing because his arms are still outside of the window yeah so so that didn't work um, so then so then the baby lord initiates uh dragon squirrel they decide they're going they're going to get the gun and so uh simon's like y'all you know what you just did and then baby lords so then the baby lords go to fight you broke the golden rule. <laughs> so then the baby lords go to fight the, the little initiates. And then we see Bill Cosby just start uh, zapping. Well, not zapping, but he starts flicking the guns away from all the um, the golden lords. And um, now, now all the neighbors come outside to fight. Some lady come running out with pans. Somebody else. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. You skipped the lady in the window when he was throwing the records. The lady in the window. What was that, Ms. Walker? She was throwing the potatoes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's about to happen here too. Yeah, cause it, yeah, it's about to happen. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, somebody come with uh 
uh, brooms and pans and all this other kind of stuff. And then, like Sequoia just said, Ms. Walker throwing potatoes. And the one potato hits Bill Cosby's can. And he's like, ooh, like trying to get it because it's all fumbling. And so the meteor falls out. And um, Jeff is still on the ground because he, he all beat up and stuff. And then um, Jeff and Simon both see the meteor and they like, or the meteor, right? And they both reach for it, right? So they both got their hand on the meteor and they both hold it on for dear life. And it's like glowing red and red. And then all of a sudden it explodes. And then people are like, <gasps> and they're both like smashed into cars because <laughs> of the, the explosion. Uh, so they peel away. And now they both have powers. Jeff gets thrown by Simon through a book truck. There's like a mobile book truck. And so remember way back, he got powers. Like if he touched the book, he can retain stuff. So he touches the book and we don't see the book at first, but we see his face change. And then he flips it over and it said Bruce Lee's fighting methods. And so this man turns into like a Kung Fu master. Right. And they, they sick. Uh, Get him, Larry. Get him, Kung Fu master, Larry. <laughs> the best part of the movie. But yeah, Kung Fu Master Larry is one of the baby lords. Oh no, he's a junior lord. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a baby lord. And then Larry, Larry got the moves. Larry kicking, he jumping, everything. My man jumped a little too high. Icarus flew a little cl- cl- too close to the sun. <laughs> my man, my man hit him with the with the cloud wind. He said, "Oh, the coke wind." I guess he said, <laughs> "Blew my man away." My man did like five back backflips, landed with Simon. He said, "You okay, Larry? You okay?" And my man caught the wheels running. Where you going, Larry? Larry, come back! Larry! Yeah, but they kept saying, Kung Fu Master, come back, Kung Fu Master Larry! Um, <clears throat> but my man had no no uh, more time for it. So then, <laughs> his 30 seconds were up, right? Because that's all he can retain stuff for. So he went to try to find a book again, and he picked up another book, and it was a modeling book. <laughs> so then he throws it um, to Simon, and... Because uh, Simon's like about the regular fight. So he does it to Simon. And now they they voguing like they're having a vogue contest. <laughs> and they're and they supposed to be fighting. So then that that happens. And 30 seconds go up. And Eddie's like looking at his watch. He's like, thank God. <laughs> like, like these 30 seconds were horrible. So they're doing a regular fight. And then um, my man Simon picks up a garbage dump. Probably the same one that Jeff was hiding in uh, in the beginning. <laughs> And he yeets it at the dog. And I'm like, you can't throw this dump at Ellington. So Jeff gets so mad, right? So he, yeah, so he, he throws the, uh, the thing. And then, um, he throws like, so Jeff's all pissed. They start fighting again. Then he like throws Jeff in the air and Jeff goes flying. So, uh, Simon's like, I'm a god. (laughs) Shoot me. (laughs) They like, what? Shoot me! <laughs> so the Golden Lord just light him up, and he's eating all these bullets. And so they like they stop shooting, and they like yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want to meet with the politicians, and I want to do blah blah blah. Like okay, whatever. He was like, I want to meet with the world leaders. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then somebody is like, look up or something like that. And Jeff is there with his media man costume. So he like starts fighting them again or whatever, and then. Goldilocks, Simon, and the other dude end up all getting um like roped up together, and Simon uh um what do you call it? Drains him. Take the no Jeff. Jeff drains him. Yeah, Jeff. Take Jeff takes the powers. Um, but then he's realizing he's losing his powers again, 
And he's trying to like save his dog. He can see like his little x-ray vision. The dog got all these broken ribs and stuff. And then um, Bill Cosby comes and he like, you know, shows that he got his powers. I want you to do his dog sounds. What do you mean? That's how he was telling the dogs to go uh, attack y'all. <laughs> like, Bill Cosby didn't talk this whole movie. He just made dog noises. Um, <laughs> so, so then he came to save the dog. And then Mr. Byer showed up because Mr. Byer's pissed, right? So him and his crew, Skinny Luther, they all come up in here. And they basically, they bought the Merc Meteor Man. Bro, they showed up and said, <laughs> It was kind of cool. And it looked like United Nations. They had they had everybody in there. It was a whole lot. Yeah. So then, um, you know, that they they all that's all about to go down. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, my my bloods and crips come busting through the trucks and they telling buyers like you need to leave, blah, blah, blah. And he he's basically like, Oh, what y'all gonna do? <laughs> I, I gotta do it. Cause uh cause he was telling Meteor Man that he need to he gonna need to go on a vacation, like they gonna kill him. And Be Real was like no, I think you need to go on a vacation. And my, my man, Bart, Mr. Bart said, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and the way he shook, I was like, bro, this is amazing. <laughs> I guess actually Tretch told him to take a vacation. And he, he delivered his lines just as badly as he did in, in Jason's lyric. But yeah, uh, Mr. Byers didn't like the way Tresh was talking to him. And then B-Real was like, let me show you, sir. They're right up here. <laughs> and he showed him the roof. And all of a sudden, all these Bloods and Crips popped out with shotguns, uh, AKs, all all the guns, basically. Uh, and he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go uh, go to Greece or something. Yeah, some sort of vacation. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and then he, he ran off with Skinny Luther. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the end of it. So Meteor Man still Meteor Man. He defeats the Golden Lords. Uh, Mr. Byers is leaving him alone now. And Bloods and Crips are friends. And the movie's over. So, yeah. All right, Sequoia, you made it through your first episode. All right. So, first, did you think that after watching, was your synopsis uh, thoughts correct? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> first of all, the synopsis was wrong because he was not... He was not a high school teacher. So my whole thought process was like off because I wasn't expecting like the little kids to come out. And then based on the end, if the Bloods and the Crips could have stopped this all along, why didn't they just stop it? Like <laughs> it was just so like, no, y'all need to leave. And then they left. I was like, oh, so we didn't need Meteor Man this whole time. But they only came together because of Meteor Man. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, because I was about to say, oh yeah, that's a good point. Like there was more to them than than the Golden Lords, but nah. Yeah, okay, okay. All right, so let's get into our our normal. Your favorite part and your least favorite part. Who want to go first? My favorite part, minute uh zero to minute the last one. How long? How long does it move? Yeah, hour and forty three minutes. That's my favorite part. This movie is amazing. Y'all know that. All right, on to the next. What's your least favorite? I don't got it. Okay. It doesn't exist. I think um my favorite part. Mm, I don't know. I don't I don't think I really have a favorite. I like the whole movie too. I think I think my least favorite part, I did say this earlier somewhere. Oh, probably the the meteor thing just don't make sense th- that it was chasing him, but other than that, yeah, I I don't have a, a least favorite. So I had a couple of favorite moments that kind of happened throughout. Every time Mr. Moses changed his hair, 
Like, like, I never knew what to expect when he was coming into the scene. Like, he had a high top fee. He had a Donald Trump swoop. He had the, yeah, he had the Gumby. Like, he just always had something different. And it's the fact that it's James Earl Jones. Like, yeah, that was like gold right there. And then the other part was when um he rang the call light for Vanessa and the old nurse came in and she put him and put him in the call like get in the call with your half dead self. So that, that part was real funny. My least favorite wasn't really like a part. It was just the fact that it took him so long to act and everything. Like he would watch stuff happen and it just took him so long to do stuff. Like even when he came out, when his mother got attacked, he was just standing there like dazed. And I'm like, they just attacked your mom. Like do something. And he was just standing there like, uh. So like that was probably my least favorite part um, is that he just kind of watched stuff happen and then like reacted later. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about his reaction time, but that is true because he, he did just stand there and let them give their little whole little speech about uh they're coming for a message and stuff before um he he did anything. And he, he kind of like only leapt into action. I think like the gun shot like jolted him or something because otherwise all these people would have been dead. That was the other thing. So like these people had like no hood etiquette. Like, <laughs> like it was like when they shot him up in the beginning, it was a whole drive by. Everybody was just standing out in the street. Like I was like, y'all not going to run. Y'all not going to duck like nothing. They was just standing there. Even when they were shooting at him, when his mom was on the ground, like, He's like blocking them, but they were just standing there like, I want to get out of there. Like, I'm, I'm not about to stay here until your power's way off. Like, no. Hood etiquette. <laughs> I like that. That's what we're going to name this episode. <laughs> Do you got hood etiquette? <laughs> um, I like this movie. Like I said, this is my second time watching it. I definitely will watch it again. I think rating five meteor strikes. Woo! I think this is only the second movie that we've reviewed that I've given uh, five stars. What's your rating, Sequoia? I would give it a five. It was, ah! it was funny. It was just long. That was the only thing. Like, it was longer than I expected. Like, the fight scene at the end was 30 minutes. Because I remember I paused it, and I was like, oh, how much is left? I was like, dang, what's going to happen in, this, in these last 30 minutes? And it was like the whole fight scene at the end. I was like, oh, wow, this is a long time. But it was really good. I laughed through the whole movie. Like, it was good. Oh, yay. I already know what you're rating it, but go ahead and say it. One out of five. Lie! <laughs> I told y'all, everybody needed to watch Media Man. And we had a guest on here. I didn't tell her to rate it a five out of five. She did that herself. She went home independently, watched the movie, and she loved it. Media Man, five out of five. All right, so we, we talked about Media Man probably in a whole lot of episodes. I don't even know how many, but we mentioned it a whole lot. Uh, we mentioned Robert Townsend a lot. I think this is the best Robert Townsend movie that we've watched. And we got like two more Robert Townsend movies to watch. <laughs> we got to watch The Five Heartbeats. And we got... <laughs> Who has not seen The Five Heartbeats? Neither of us. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she said she got to go. <laughs> and what's the other one? Uh, it's uh, Hollywood Shuffle, I think. Or what? It's one of those movies. Some, one of the movies where he's a star. I'm going to tell you, I didn't even know he was in the five heartbeats until you just said it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so we watched, we watched Babs because he directed that. And we watched uh, Up, Up, and Away in this. But this, this is definitely a better superhero movie than Up, Up, and Away. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, we talked about this a lot. So if you haven't watched it, please do. Like, hopefully this episode has intrigued you. I think this is probably our longest episode too. All right. So any, did you learn anything from this movie? Yeah, I learned that um, if you decide to grow vegetables, that 
pesticides and other chemicals might be might be useful because you never because meteorite radiation probably very similar. I bet he didn't have any bugs or anything trying to get into to get into his vegetables. First of all, I wouldn't trust a garden that just appeared overnight <laughs> in the middle of the hood, and you knew that it was like a junk car lot the day before. Absolutely not, because the soil itself is probably poisoned. Okay. Um. I don't know if I learned anything, but the one line that stuck out was um, when she said, how can you complain when you don't do when you don't do nothing? And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Like they wanted him gone, but they was complaining and they they didn't do anything the whole movie until the end. I learned if you're going to be a superhero or you're going to attempt to be cover your face, please make sure your identity is hidden first, Um, because otherwise you put yourself, your family and whoever else that knows you in danger. And you're supposed to be. What I say in the beginning, he wanted to be uh, the faceless. No, the fearless. No, it was faceless. The faceless crusader. He should have read that comic book to see what the faceless crusader actually did to be faceless. So people didn't know his identity. And I say also the comic book said time is running out and his time was running out because he was losing his energy every time he tried to save his ungrateful neighbors. Uh, I think the last thing I learned is that I want a slinky and I want golden hair. We talked about this. Um, so I don't know how many years ago, because y'all, y'all know we've been together for a long time. How many years ago he made me watch this movie? But he's like, whenever we have a kid, we need to be the Golden Lords for Halloween. <laughs> and that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened. All right. So you can be the, the person with the, with, the, with the locks, with the golden locks. And I could be Don Cheadle. And then our kid could be a baby lord. Lords. 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 <laughs> lords. All right. See y'all. No, wait, we're not done yet. Um, <laughs> Sequoia, would you watch this movie again? Would you tell other people to watch it? I will watch it again. I'm a McDonald watch it later. I just want to know the one part. I want you to know the one part that he saw was the part with the slinky. And he was like, Bradley and that slinky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, well, we had our first guest. Um, hope, did you enjoy your time with us? I did. It was fun. All right, good. And if you want to be our guest, let us know if there's a movie that you want to see you haven't seen. We mentioned a few that we still got on the list. Hit us up. And yeah, we'll try to get things going. Um, peace out. Stay golden. Lords, lords, lords. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>